Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Vermeer's Hat. Who is Vermeer? This name may not be familiar to many. But hearing the name girl with a pearl earring, you will surely recall that beautiful painting. That's right, Vermeer was the artist who created that famous painting. A 17th century Dutch genre painter, Johannes Vermeer specialized in scenes of civic life. His paintings are extremely rich in detail with finely designed composition, providing extraordinary representation of interior light and space. Unfortunately, Vermeer's fate was like that of another famous Dutch painter Vincent van Gogh. Though he was a talented artist, he wasn't well recognized and lived a poor life. In 1675, Vermeer died from an illness and under financial pressure at the age of 43. After that, his name was forgotten by the Dutch art world until in the 1850s, a French art critic called Théophile Torreborger rediscovered his work. Torreborger spent years searching for his paintings and eventually publicized a catalogue of Vermeer's work. This book Vermeer's had interprets several of Vermeer's paintings from an unusual perspective. It doesn't talk much about Vermeer's life and career. Neither does it want to comment on Vermeer's hats nor interpret the paintings from an art critic's point of view. What the author really wants to talk about is indicated in the subtitle of this book, The 17th Century and the Dawn of the Global World. Through the analysis of details in the paintings, the author brings us into the world behind those paintings, instructing us to see the vast history of global trade implied in them. He likens objects in the paintings such as hats, porcelain, gold, and silver to doors. Through these doors, we can think globally and discover the history hidden behind numerous objects. This book was written by Timothy Brooke. He received his PhD in History and East Asian Languages at Harvard University, and is currently a professor in the Department of History at the University of British Columbia and a Fellow of the Royal Society of Canada. As a historian of extraordinary storytelling skills, Brooke has focused on the study of China. His research interests include the social and cultural history of the Ming Dynasty in China, the modern history of China, and global history. He is also the editor-in-chief of the History of Imperial China, Harvard University Press. He has written many books, including The Confusions of Pleasure, Commerce and Culture in Ming China. Brooke came across Vermeer's paintings after an accident. One day, he was peddling in the countryside of Delft, Netherlands when he fell in the mud. He asked help from a nearby household and was allowed to stay for the night. The next day when he was ready to leave, the homeowner gave Brooke some postcards of local tourist attractions and suggested that he visit them. Unexpectedly, this visit bonded Brooke with the city of Delft where Vermeer lived out his life, and subsequently inspired his writing of this history book Vermeer's Hat. Next, let's hear the stories behind the doors by examining these seven paintings, Girl with a Pearl Earring, View of Delft, Officer, and Laughing Girl, Young Woman Reading a Letter at an Open Window, The Geographer, Woman Holding a Balance, and The Card Players. There are 35 Vermeer paintings that still survive, among which the girl with a pearl earring is the most famous. Created around 1665, this painting is nicknamed the Mona Lisa of the North. 
It represents the epitome of Dutch art and is one of the most popular paintings in the history of art. The girl in the painting is set up against a totally black background, making her image appear like a soft warm light in the dark night. Another feature of the painting is a striking teardrop-shaped pearl earring on the left ear of the girl, which is half hidden in the shade. Among all Vermeer's existent paintings, eight of them depict women wearing pearl earrings. And on these pearls he paints faint shapes and outlines hinting at the contours of the rooms they inhabit. The one in the girl with a pearl earring is undoubtedly the most remarkable. It is so large that it may not be a real pearl at all, but a glass teardrop varnish to give it a pearly sheen. Her collar, her turban, the window that illuminates her off to the left, and indistinctly the room where she sits are all reflected on the pearl. In Brooks' eyes, this pearl of Vermeer reflects the entire world in the 17th century. It symbolizes the greatest discovery that people in the 17th century made. That the world like this pearl was a single globe suspended in space, and that people live on an unbroken surface on which no place is unreachable. At the time, the humans were about to experience the large-scale globalization. A new world was being built. It might not have occurred to Vermeer that the world he lived in was going through dramatic changes resulting from globalization. However, we can discover traces of those dramatic changes through various details in his paintings. The traces can be the ships in the port, or a felt hat on the head of a character. We will reveal the secrets one by one in the interpretation of the following six paintings. Let's explore them together. The 17th century, the time in which Vermeer lived was an era when big changes were about to happen. It was the golden age of trade when Dutch traders traveled around the globe selling their goods. The Dutch East India Company built the trade bridge between Europe and Asia, giving rise to globalization. These exceptional historical conditions gave Vermeer's painting an inherent advantage. They allowed him to encrypt the social changes at the time into his paintings, waiting for the later generations to discover their hidden stories. View of Delft is one of Vermeer's two remaining landscape paintings. We can see from this painting how the Netherlands was thrown into the wave of globalization. Created in 1661, this painting depicts the view of the city as seen from Koch, Delft's river harbour. The water in the harbour comes from the Skye Canal which connects the waterways of Delft to those of Schadam, Delfshaven, and Rotterdam. Rotterdam is to the south of Delft, and Delfshaven and Schadam to the southwest. Delft is critically located between the city of The Hague and the port of Rotterdam, an important transportation hub between the two major cities by land and water. The city view of Delft was a popular theme for local painters. But no one had ever taken Vermeer's vantage point from the southern beach across the river harbour to paint the city. From this position, Vermeer was able to include the Skadam and Rotterdam gates, the new church, the old church, and other buildings in the city in the same picture, better presenting the unique cityscape of Delft. The scenery in the view of Delft is unusually tranquil. Ships in the harbour are sparsely docked. Not one sail is hung up, not a single person is unloading the cargo. Most of the city buildings are under grey clouds, and the whole city seems to have just woken up from a dream. In fact, as Delft sits on the waterways between the two large cities of The Hague and Amsterdam, its biggest port has always been crowded and bustling, even congested at times. Considering those circumstances, 
Brooke focused on the ships docked in the harbor, pointing out that they were built to fish for herring. Impacted by the Little Ice Age, winters in the 16th and 17th centuries were colder than before. As a result, Arctic ice moved farther south, freezing up much of the traditional fisheries in Norway. Herring moved south too into the hands of Dutch fishermen. One of the founding scholars of climate history has even proposed that, the prosperity the Dutch enjoyed in the first half of the 17th century occurred because of this resource windfall. The herring catch and trade gave the Dutch the investment capital that they could use in other ventures, especially in shipbuilding and maritime trade. Eventually, the Netherlands built a connection with the entire world through trade. The 17th century was an age of improvisation. As global trade provided Delft with unprecedented wealth, it expanded the horizon of many, including Vermeer. Immediately afterward, things like Chinese porcelain, American tobacco, and beaver pelts silently made their way into Vermeer's life and work. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.